Welcome to the Morning by Morning podcast. I'm Olivia. And I'm Bailey. And we're sisters. In-law, but that doesn't matter. Grab your coffee and start the day with us. Welcome back to the podcast and good morning. Today, our topic is surviving a long distance relationship, something we both have had experience in. So we will tell our stories and just kind of share what we learned and what was difficult about it. But first, we will share something that we are grateful for for this week. And mine, I've said previously that I'm a teacher and um, just teaching in general Uh, It can be really easy to feel like you're drowning in work and that it's never done whenever you leave at the end of the day. But um, I actually feel like I'm planned ahead right now. So that feels really good. I feel like um, I have time to get done what I need to at work. And that leaves more time like in the evening for me to do things I enjoy, to um, rest, to exercise, to hang out with my husband. So that is a really good feeling. And to talk to her sister-in-law. <laughs> and to talk to my sister-in-law on our podcast. <laughs> hey, that falls under things I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And what I'm thankful for is tomorrow, actually, I am starting my new job. Yay. So I'm excited. I'm a little nervous just because of the unknowns. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be a really great fit. She texted me today and like all the questions that I was like feeling hesitant about, she like answered and I didn't even ask. So I was like, okay, good. This is going to be a good fit. Like she, I think is kind of on my level with like being prepared and communicating. So I'm, I'm excited about it. Good. I'm excited for you. I think that's going to go really well. So, like we said, we're going to talk about long-distance relationships, which I don't know if anyone is a super fan of long-distance relationships. I think that they are difficult. Okay, I should say, I have not personally heard of someone who has been in a long-distance relationship and has just loved the experience. Have you? No, I haven't at all. (laughs) Actually, one of my friends one time, because she had gone through this as well, one of my friends said um, that she thinks what hell is, is just one long, long distance relationship or that you are, (laughs) you are perpetually engaged. (laughs) I was like, you know what? That is fair. It it is rough. Like we have positives to share as well, of course. And like, I hope this is encouraging if anyone's listening who is currently in a long distance relationship, like we don't want it to just be raining on your parade at all. Um, (laughs) So I guess we should preface with that both of ours were successful. Like we currently are married to the people that we were long distance dating. So there is a light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) So yeah, like Bailey said, we're just going to share a little bit about our long distance relationship. And the thing that's so crazy is I really... I really didn't know anybody. I just want to preface this. I didn't know anybody in a long distance relationship until I got in one and then you were in one like at the same exact time. And then I have a friend that was in one. Like it just, I guess I, I don't know if I just didn't have many friends that were dating, but like all of a sudden it just became like the norm to be in a long distance relationship. Well, I think it's more common now too with like technology and people meet online and people like it's not the same as in the past people literally just dated people who lived near them so we kind of met a crazy way and i'll share that just briefly (laughs) my sister and my other sister-in-law went to the same college where i grew up where i lived they were both doing cheerleading and they both like each 
around October would be like, oh, I can't meet during this time because I have a sibling that has a birthday. And they just so happened to be one sibling was a girl, one sibling was a boy, so it worked out. And they wanted to (laughs) (laughs) set us up. And so after, I feel like they they talked about this for like a couple years yes, even before they wanted it to, they wanted to definitely have the credit for getting you guys together yes which <laughs> i still take credit because we were the one who put in the work to the relationship right of course <laughs> you're the ones that made it happen <laughs> right but they think they set us up and i will let them think that they did but they did <laughs> <laughs> They got the ball rolling. Yes, they did. So that's how Elijah and I met because, um, yeah, through our sisters. So we actually were 17 when we met and we dated for two and a half years. That's the time between we started dating and we got married, I think was roughly around two and a half years. But we started dating in 2016 and, um, through that, I feel like it was pretty quote unquote normal dating relationship. Like on the weekends and stuff, I would go down there to see him with his family and he would go with me, with my family. But that was definitely challenging because obviously like I feel like a normal dating relationship, like in the evenings you're together and stuff, but we just text or FaceTimed and stuff like that, like our only opportunities were the weekends. And because of that, I feel like, which Bailey will talk about this in a second, um, but there were like weeks at a time that we went by that we didn't see each other. And that was hard. And we'll talk more about that. I feel like through the... In the challenges. In the challenges part, right? Yeah. Um, But anyway, so yeah, we started dating in 2016, which I feel like sounds like so long ago. Well, actually, <laughs> it is well, because five years. yes, oh my yeah. gosh, when we're recording this, it's actually yeah today five years that we've been together, which is cool. So anyway, um, but one thing that I want to bring up that is kind of cool though with this, and it's definitely a positive to it, is I feel like we were also like dating our families in a way because. I would go down, and I think some of this has to do with us still being in high school, but since I would just go down to his family and spend the night with you guys, like, I got to know you guys, and right. um, your parents, which I, I didn't get to know you that well until um, you got back and stuff, which again, you'll talk about that, um, but yeah, I got to know your parents really well, and I already knew Micah, and same with Elijah, like he got to know my parents and my sister Hannah. And so, um, I think that was a really cool aspect that you're not just like saying like, bye, see you later. And then you're going to just hang out like for the evening. Like you're actually investing time into the families. That's true because some people literally date for like months before they even meet the other person's family and you were literally (laughs) with them every time basically you guys were together. Right. I mean, I was forced to like be like, hey, to, you (laughs) know, like his dad, like it's still in my pajamas. Like what's up? (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) And that's not like a normal situation. So, but then it got better because we got engaged um, when we were 19 and we got engaged in 2018, which I'd love, Bailey, to do maybe a podcast if people are interested on, like, just what it was like to still be, like, a teenager when we got engaged versus you were a little bit older when you got engaged yeah. and got married. So I think that would that be That would cool, be interesting. The perspective. Um, but then 
I think it was like seven months later we got married. And, um, yeah, we got married when we were 20. We were only three weeks into being 20. And, again, we, because if I didn't already preface enough, we have the same birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't think I said we have the same birthday. So we're exactly the same age. Right. Yeah, same year, same day. Yeah, Yeah. same year, same day. Um, So, anyway, yeah. And then we got married and we seen the light at the end of the tunnel and it was beautiful. <laughs> uh, definitely worth it, but it seemed yes. like a long tunnel. <laughs> it did. It felt like we were never going to get there. Like those two and a half years felt so hard. So yeah, yeah, if you're going through that, like it's okay because you'll, you'll get there eventually. It will pass. Mm-hmm. So our story starts off kind of similarly. We started out with a two-hour distance. Um, actually, my husband and I met in college. We kind of had some mutual friends. We had one class together, which we barely talked to each other in. We both kind of joke now that, you know, it's the other person's fault for not talking to us first. Um, but we, so we knew who the other person was. And then we had some mutual friends. We had hung out in group settings a few times. But we didn't actually start dating until... He had actually finished college. So he um, is two years older than I am. And then I was still in college. Um, and so he had moved back to his hometown. And so we were at a two-hour distance when we first started dating. And then this was just an extra layer of, like, I would not suggest this. <laughs> I had all, before we officially started dating, we were kind of talking. If people, you know, went through a phase of talking with someone, you know what I mean? But, um, we were kind of talking. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not, you know, know. I'm not in the loop if people say that now. But, you know, when we were like, you know, during this time, people would say talking when it's like, you know, you're kind of interested in each other. You're not exclusive. You probably will date, but it's not official. You know, it's a mess. Right. Anyways, <laughs> we were talking and I committed to live in China for a year starting in that summer. So we basically were dating for like three months when I left for China, which was insane. Like I, I remember having conversations with Andrew, like sitting on park benches and literally just saying out loud, like, what are we doing? <laughs> this does not seem like a good idea, but like we liked each other and we wanted to see how it went. And so honestly, like when I left for China, we even kind of said to each other, like, you know, I really like you. I want to be with you. But we, we kind of left it like, you know, if it's not working out, okay, like let me know. And that is okay. Like I understand if we can't make this work. So honestly, like when I left, we kind of had a I don't know. Like we were dating, we were exclusive, but like I would say it wasn't like this crazy strong commitment. Like we were kind of in a boat of like, let's see what happens. Let's see how mm-hmm. it goes type of thing. And if you want me to cut this out, I can, but didn't you like at <laughs> one point be like, I just want you to be able to date other people. Like, I feel like you were about to like break up with him at one point. I wasn't going to break felt up bad. with him, but no, I remember saying, well, it's just kind of like what I was saying. Like, it wasn't like I was going to break up with him at all, but it was kind of like, I really realized how ridiculous this was. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we've been dating for three months and I'm going to leave for four times that long. Like, that's insane. Right. Um, That's like the most distance you can have in a distance relationship. We were on opposite sides of the globe. <laughs> Um, so I didn't say like, you know, date other, but I was basically like, I understand if you okay. meet someone that you were interested in. Right. I didn't say, you know, date people while you're dating. <laughs> no, me, no, no, I, I know, I know. <laughs> 
But I basically, yeah, I was just like, I would understand. Like, if you meet someone and you want to pursue it, like, okay, type of Mm -hmm. thing. Like, that's kind of where we were at because it was too early to, like, have this super (laughs) firm commitment. Like, we just know the other person's the one. That was not (laughs) our experience. So, anyways, I'm in China. We're literally you know, on very opposite time frames, we would have to schedule ahead to FaceTime. It would be like daytime outside for one person and nighttime for the other person. Like it was rough. We wrote some letters, a couple got lost in the mail. Um, we would of course text like all the time, but again, we were on different time frames. So like I'd be texting throughout my day, what's going on and sending him updates and he's literally asleep. And then he would get up and we'd have a little bit of overlap of like when we were both awake and then he would send me updates throughout his day and I'd wake up and read them. <laughs> so yeah. it was not ideal. Um, especially when you still feel like you're kind of in the getting to know the person stage, like you need quality time. That was so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one thing we did, as like a positive was we decided to read a book together over, you know, FaceTime. Yeah. And that was kind of fun because it was something like we could talk about like a mutual experience where it's not like we could both sit down and watch the same movie at the same time. Because again, like time for the time was different. Um, But yeah, we read a book together. We read scary close by Donald Miller and that was kind of fun. And then this year finally ended. It was rough. Like, I I mean, there were ups and downs, of course, and we'll talk about that, but it was really difficult. Um, But anyways, it did, (laughs) it did end and went back to the States and we got to be in person again. But then when we were in person, then it was the two hour difference, like until we got married, basically. Mm So kind of similar thing that Olivia was talking about is like, You know, we'd go, we'd take turns on weekends going to each other's towns. It was like almost every weekend. Sometimes it was, you know, there'd be something going on where one of us couldn't make it to the other person's town. But for the most part, every weekend, one of us would be going to the other person's town. Um, Kind of also what Olivia said, like spending a lot of time with each other's families. And then we got engaged in 2019. And then our engagement was even shorter than Elijah's and Olivia's. We were only engaged for like four months. <laughs> um, I know that's so, I'm so was, surprised, like how fast that got whipped uh, up. Yes. So anyways, that could be a whole other story. Mm-hmm. But basically we had a two hour distance until we were married. So, and one thing which I think we brought up, I want to bring up again that I, cause I just think it's a fun fact is that we got engaged on the same exact day a year later. Yes. Yes. And then you got married several months before I did. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, we both got engaged on the same day, but they got engaged a year ahead of us. Yeah. Um, so we actually, like Olivia said this, but like, you know, we have an age gap. I'm six years older than she is, but we have very similar timelines for some of the stuff that, yeah. you know, like the season of life, I guess I should say, like not the age, but kind of where right. we're at. Mm-hmm. So. Which I feel like, side note, but that's just like important to always look at in life. Like, Bailey and I are friends and we have such a huge age, not huge age gap, but we do. And, but it is a gap. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, if you're looking for friends or whatever, they don't have to be exactly your age, like to experience the same thing. So if you have something in common, yeah. Right. Go for it. But, and you guys also started dating like what a couple, like two months before we did. Um, 
it was like at the end of April. Actually, that's only like a couple weeks difference. Oh yeah, that is. Yeah. Which it was also 2016. And so ours is like end of April and yours was early May. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. Because which, <laughs> <laughs> I love how it like all connects. Like, um, but I say that it was, wait, today's the third, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is. I say that May 3rd is when we started dating because I remember, and this is like, if you are long distance, you can understand this. You can relate to this story. We were on the phone and we had to over the phone be like, I like you, you like me, like we want a date kind of deal. Have the define the relationship conversation. <laughs> right, that's what it was. And I remember that was on May 3rd, but for some reason I was like, I don't know, guys. I was 17. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, I want you to ask me to be your girlfriend in person. Like, for some reason, like, being in person was a big deal for me. No, that's under, I understand that. Okay. So I'm glad that, like, my feelings are justified after all these years. (laughs) So, but that was when you guys were going to New York and then there was several Mm -hmm. other things. So I think it was like maybe over a month. Yeah. (laughs) And so I was like, screw it this is ridiculous like <laughs> we, we know we want to be like let's just say we're dating and say when we had that conversation right. was like ours was official official and so yeah. i think technically like if you want to go from that conversation it was like the end of may but actually figuring out our titles to each other <laughs> was may 3rd so that's what i count as okay. official dating but so any people who yeah. are in a long distance relationship can understand the struggle. <laughs> no, I understand like the kind of like milestone type of thing, how you want it to be in person. Cause we literally said, I love you over FaceTime for the first time. <laughs> I know. I remember like almost telling him, I love you like on the end of the phone call. And I was like, no, I don't want, I want to, you want to wait to yeah. be in person. Yeah. But I mean, and I, we did, I did wait till I was with him, but of course we're like in a car and it's like, I love you. <laughs> so not even more special. Not the big romantic moment you were waiting for. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, that's all of like a long distance You know what? Everyone's story is different and there are, <laughs> there are beautiful moments and then there's funny ones like that. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so for challenges, um, these are going to be different, of course, for everyone, too. Like, I feel like some of right. them kind of are across the board. Like, if you're in a distance relationship, scheduling, of course, just is hard. But um, I feel like for me, especially because ours was such an extended time in between. Because, mm-hmm. like, usually once it was, you know, before I left for China and then also afterwards until we got married, like, two hours, it's like, okay, we can see each other on the weekend. Like, you can make it through whatever you need to and then um, get to that weekend. But, like, when I was gone for so long... I found it was very challenging to have like difficult conversations, like anything mm. even resembling conflict. And we had a whole episode about conflict, but anything that was even like a little bit uncomfortable or a little bit difficult, I'm like, this is terrible to do over technology, mm-hmm. especially if, you know, like I said, we had to take turns, um, you know, sending messages when the other person was asleep. But like, we would try to save it for when we are on the phone together. But sometimes it's like, you know, you're trying to get your thoughts out or you don't want to forget something. So I remember having some conversations like, oh, this is terrible over text. This would be so much better if we could just sit in the same room and look each other in the eyes. Like, that was really hard. Um, And then I really only came up with two, that one. And then the other one was just like, 
it was a lack of quality time because FaceTime is not necessarily quality time in my mind. Like right. you can't, you, there's no physical touch. There's no like face to face interaction. Like you, I don't know. It's just, it's a different experience. And I feel like you need those things to really get a feel for what it's like to be with that person. Right. I agree with you. Yeah. I only have three things. Um, the first one that I wrote down is missing out on events. I feel like that was kind of a sad thing. And again, like they're different from everybody. But yeah, missing out on events was hard because it just seemed like, you know, there's those things that happen during the week that you wish you could be there. But because of jobs and schools and stuff like that, um, you know, you had to miss out on them. Um, and then kind of what you already talked touched on is just communication that is probably one of the biggest problems is yeah just texting and calling and stuff and one thing that i also wrote down is figuring out how to divide your family time and your dating time because obviously there's things that you can balancing it balancing it yeah because there's things that you can do together obviously but i also wanted to spend just quality time with my family too but it's like if that meant the weekend I wanted to be with Elijah. And so I right, feel like that's your only time. Yeah. And so I felt like that became a problem. Not, not a bad problem. And again, it wasn't like there was bickering or arguing, but there was sometimes where it was like, Oh, but I already made plans to go down here and there was other family plans. And so it was just hard to balance out those things. Um, but with challenges, there was also things that really did help our relationship. Um, definitely. And so, honestly, there's one that I wrote down that is one of the biggest challenges, but also was the um, a good thing is communication. I, feel I wrote like, that down too. Yes, for us. I think that um, it forces you to become a better communicator. Don't you agree? Yeah, because if you're dating someone, you're going on dates all the time. You're doing all these activities, like. Sometimes you can avoid having difficult conversations. Like you can literally just keep everything lighthearted. You're distracted. You're doing this stuff. But like that was one of my, you know, challenges, but also benefits because we had to communicate because like that's all we could do. Like, yes, you know what I mean? Like it's not like you're doing activities together. You're, you know, um, or even like I said, like there was no physical touch at all. It's like, what else do you have? You have to be talking and you have to be sharing experiences and feelings for you to like grow as a couple. So I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Our relationship was based off of texting and calling to figure out whatever. And then, um, I don't think that this is necessarily for everybody, but one thing that I wrote down was I personally, and again, I guess I have no other thing to see if this is true or not. But I feel like it helped me know that he was the one sooner because through that communication and stuff and also me analyzing, is this guy worth it for me to spend all of this time? So I feel like I spent a lot of time in my heart. Like I don't want to put these families out because they're letting me stay with them. They're paying for my food, like all of this mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like, I don't want to put these people out if this isn't for real. If this isn't if it serious. Isn't gonna last. Yeah, if it yes. isn't going to last. So I feel like, um, which I know this sounds silly at 17, but I always say like at three months, I knew I was going to marry Elijah because mm-hmm. it just, I think because of the circumstances, it helped move things along. So I had to realize where my heart was at. 
Right. You're committing a lot of time, a lot mm-hmm. of energy, like you're sacrificing other things you want to do to make this work. So right. if it's not worth it, you're going to decide early on it's not right. worth it. Right. And it's not yeah. just that person involved either. At that point, no. you've got their siblings and their parents and other other You're people hanging too. out with their friends. Yeah. No, I think that too. And I kind of, and of course I didn't know at three months I was going to marry him because that's when we were still saying like, <laughs> right. we'll see how it goes. <laughs> that's a whole other story. But, um, something that did help me though, because I'm like, clearly, you know, even just kind of evaluating from his end, like how serious he was, I'm like, he is putting in the time to, you know, stay up late to do these phone calls to schedule things so that we can still communicate. And frankly, to just wait for someone for a year to come back, like that's insane. And so we just kept saying like, this is my other, you know, benefit or how it helped us is that we afterwards just kept saying like, if we could get through being like me being in China for almost a year and dating, like we can get through anything because we'll actually be going through it together. So to me, it was like the benefit of better communication and also just knowing that like that strengthened us and our commitment and that if we can get through that, we can get through anything else. We would love to know if anyone else has experienced a long distance dating relationship. If you want to comment or if you don't want to comment, you can always send us a DM. But um, we'd love to know like if you had tips for getting through it, if you feel like it helped you and you learned and you became a stronger person and a stronger couple, or if you just realized this was not for me. I will not do that again. <laughs> Either way, we'd love to hear it. So um, you can check out our Instagram page. It's called Morning by Morning Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you had a good morning and make sure to find something to be grateful for today. 